0: You as an entrepreneur, you have to do it, For your patients, you know, some of your patients, their mindset has changed forever. Some people might not want to come to the class. I know because for, I've been doing traditional, traditional public speaking workshops since 2002.
1: Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business. So that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of life. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. What's up, everybody? It's Dr. Stephen Franson here from the Remarkable Practice. Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast super stoked for our episode today. I always am, but today especially because I've got a good friend of mine. This is Roberto Monaco from
0: Influenceology. What's up, Roberto? What's up, my brother? I miss you, man. I miss you too. I miss you too. But consider yourself hugged by me, you know?
1: Thank you, man. Uh, You know what? I can't wait for an actual hug. I'm tired of these virtual hugs. So, uh, Roberto, you probably know if you're in the chiropractic space, you probably know Roberto already. If you don't, welcome to meeting one of your new favorite people. I know he's one of mine. Roberto and I have known each other for a long time as friends, as coach. He's coached me in speaking and presentations, and he's really had a lot of influence over me as to teach me how to be a better communicator, more effective communicator, which means i become more productive in serving my mission. So thank you so much, Roberto. And I'm super excited to introduce you to our remarkable CEO group.
0: Man, I'm, I'm super happy to be here. Before we start the show today, I was talking to Dr. Franson about Phoenix Plan. And we had a chance. I had a chance to work together with him for other in the team, the Remarkable team for, I don't know, maybe a month before the events and the, the product. And I'm like, when the event, when we stop, like, stop working. I'm like, man, I miss those guys. I literally, I told my wife, I miss those guys, man. They're so cool. I just miss them. So it is an honor to be here, brother. Truly is.
1: The proudest thing I have professionally is the team that I've surrounded myself with. Just this incredibly remarkable team. That's my superpower, Roberto. As I attract remarkable people like you, brothers. All right. So enough of the mutual admiration society. Today we're going to be talking about how to help you guys become more effective and more productive when it comes to virtual presentations. So that means like anything that you do digitally. So whether it's a Facebook Live or it's a webinar or a combination of that sort of thing, there's a big difference between communicating in front of a crowd and communicating in front of a camera. And if uh, this COVID crisis has taught us anything, man, what a fast forward button this has been for all businesses as far as technology is concerned. So, you know, what we had was, it was just before COVID, we had a culture that was beginning to accept, you know, getting information through video, accept doing things like telehealth and doing seminars or consultations across videos, platforms like a Zoom or a Doxy. Now, fast forward 12 weeks later, and now it's expected, isn't it, Roberto?
0: is expected and not only is expected like you as entrepreneur you have to do it but your patients you know some of their patients their mindset has changed forever some people might not want to come to the class i know because for i've been doing traditional traditional public speaking workshops since 2002 like that's how traditionally i i made my my career and now the last three months just say hey you know what? that part of business is gone can do it, can travel, can get paid for keynote, can do live workshops. It's just like, you cut it. So I was grateful because I was doing Facebook Lives webinars, you know, and super grateful too when, when we did the first virtual. And that's the first point I want to communicate here. As a trained speaker and public speaking presentation trainer for many years, going back to 2002, I'd done webinars before, hundreds of them Facebook lives before thousands of videos but in my mind I want to be super clear in my mind before Dr. Francis invited me to the first virtual experience I still had some limiting beliefs about the virtual experience or the virtual event I want to be super clear here I still thought you know what it's good but cannot be amazing it's good but there's no way I'm going to be able to shift someone as I shift in a live event. And guess what? I was wrong. You know, I think one of the biggest takeaways I got from that experience working together uh, during the events, like I, I remember leaving the both of uh, the Friday and Saturday. Usually when you leave, a, uh, I was talking to my wife about that. When, when you do a talk in a live, like say a, a end of the doctor or workshop, you leave the talk and you're like so hyped up. And you usually have a couple of people to hang around and, and you're hugging, you're talking. And uh, I was funny because I was so jacked up. And then I closed the webinar. I'm like, my wife look at me like, what's up? And I'm like, jacked. Like there's no, the, the energy was like, there's a huge contrast. So I just want to, I just want to encourage you, doctor, because I know some of you just like I was, so I want to be super clear. You had your, Maybe it was a patient-in-patient patient class uh, down. Maybe it was a group of doctors' reports. Maybe it was your dinner that you've done you know, once a month for the last five years. Maybe it was a of lectures. I get it. I get it. And you're so attached to it. I get it. And you don't want to let it go. I get it. And you hope that starts soon. I get it. I'm the same mindset. But I, can, I just want to inspire you to let you know that you can be as effective as communicating chiropractic through a virtual webinar or virtual presentation. You can be as a factor generating patients have changing people's minds through it. I just want to inspire you guys to look at it, not like, oh, uh, I got to do that three or four until, you know, my, my, my city opens up again. I want to look at it as an expansion, okay? As like, I mean, truly moving forward is not A or B, it's both. I mean, yeah. literally.
1: Yeah, it's not an or conversation; it's an and conversation, and and this is this is part of the expansion. It's expansion of your reach. It's expansion of your skill set. It's expansion of your variety. Different ways, different beachheads you can take in your marketing, and you don't let go of the things you were doing before, except that maybe you let go of your dependence of doing those things only. Right. So it's now it's about stacking. Right. So it's like yes, you continue to offer your live events in your office. Yes, you can continue to do live live events in corporations, your dinner talks. Yes, you can still participate in spinal screenings health fairs, corporate wellness. Yes, you can continue to do that, but things have changed. And I, th- I think the positive is gonna outweigh the negative on this. I think it's just created such greater opportunity because of just, it's a numbers game, isn't it? And now we've gone from like, man, how can I get people to let me get in front of their groups of people you know and in, in find a business element now it's so much easier because now every business within a half an hour of you has now become you know part of your farming area of opportunity it's like listen I'll pop in I need 30 minutes I'll do a, an effective webinar and you know it's an easy thing for people to say yes to right so I'll do a dedicated webinar for you so I love the spirit of that Roberto I think that our potential client base or a potential lead base or the bosses like we're going to talk about today that's probably
0: 10X. 10X, 10X because, it was, because I was just talking to one. Uh, I do a coaching training for outside chiropractic as well. And I was talking to a mortgage broker. Right? And the mortgage broker uh, has a team of like seven uh, employees. It's like we meet every day on Zoom. I mean, every day. And I even did a, a little presentation for them. So the idea is like, I mean, even, even the teams, quote, unquote, that work remotely, let's like say in your town, small teams, like well we... But it's not worth for me to drive. let's say. I'm not saying that that was your mindset, but let's say five people only is too small to drive and take an hour or maybe uh, some companies had had a bad experience all the speakers. now they're saying, well, we don't do live events. So all this, I feel all these businesses now open up because from your office, you can show up, do a half an hour talk or even Dr. friend's gonna talk about a pre recorded webinar. You can be super effective. And I feel like now is until you see the opportunity, those things are not going to happen. But once you change your mindset, it will happen. Like tomorrow I'm doing a webinar for business people in Amsterdam. You know what I mean? I'm for real. Just done two in Canada. And, and it's just like, but you have to, your identity it's just like when you talk about identity expansion, when you talk about chiropractor, then not change expand to chiropractor and let's say a chiropractic educator, teacher communicator, right? And now when to expand again to like my virtual presenter, you know what I mean? You have to see that. I know maybe it doesn't doesn't wing like, ah, but you have to be able to be like, yeah, I'm a virtual presenter, do online presentations, offline presentations. It's just like, because course, when you change how you see yourself, your audience change how they see you. Even for me, I got my identity like look. I'm not only an amazing storyteller, speaker, but I'm an amazing virtual presenter. I'm able to engage people online, be able to tell powerful stories, be able to engage them so they glue to the screen. That I'm like, oh, right, I gotta have I gotta have this identity because it's not it's just a, it's not like a one-off.
1: Yeah. It's, a, it's all in perspective and positioning, right? It's how you frame it. I love what you say, whoever sets the frame wins the game. And if you frame it like when you approach somebody who's a decision maker and you say, you know, the tr- the truth is, is that a lot of these businesses will continue to do remote working. They're not going to be bringing people back into a brick and mortar, right? So, so many of them can continue to do a remote. And, and that sounds like a great idea on, on on an accounting level when you start looking at your expenses, right? But at the end of the day, there's always a trade-off. And what's a big trade-off is very often there's a cultural implications to that, right? So when your business starts to suffer cultural implications and people start disengaging, et cetera, what an easy, simple solution. If you can position yourself to be like, hey, I'm going to be part of the culture of this business. I, if everybody's spread out all over the place and working remotely, even if it's in the same town, you're not going to get people to drive in to come to a wellness talk or any other talk, frankly. So they're all leveraging Zoom. So now it's a way for us to still deliver great value and solve the problem of, man, how do I get my people together and keep that cohesion, right? That, that cultural aspect of it as well. So now that you know, technology is going to solve that issue that was created by technology, right? So it's, it's all in positioning. And I think it's going to turn out to be a big win for all of us.
0: And I feel like once you expand this mindset and say, okay, I get it. Then it's about, I think that the first step, once you get it, is like really you as the presenter, as a doctor, to be able to become super comfortable uh, speaking from a camera and being able to not only communicate, but to influence people. To be able to engage, I remember from the first immersion, the TRP immersion. I think the, I remember when I, I don't know, someone in your team said that in a day and a half they had like 4,000 messages on the chat, something crazy. I'm like, 4,000? <laughs> so, I'm like, so the idea, like, the, so you see, it's just shattered my belief system, like, oh, can I engage people? Oh. 4,000 messages a day and a half. That's pretty, pretty high engagement. So the idea is like, okay, how can you use that engagement? How can you use the chat? How, make, can you send something before the meeting, like kind of like a little handout so people can print and write it down? Can you make a presentation with more kind of like questions based? So you ask a question and, and engage people throughout. Are you able to tell stories that captivate? Are you able to use cause? Are you able to maybe, when you're doing a talk, to to use some type of muta media, maybe share a video, share a... I, so there's different things that you can do to engage, but so once you, once you change, you, have, you change the mindset, you're like, okay, how am I going to do that? And there's different ways to do it. You can do show talking head like you're doing right now. If you're watching the YouTube video, if you're not most likely just with audio, but it can be PowerPoint, it can be prop. There's different ways you can do it. I think that
1: Okay, let's take a quick break and talk about Cairo Matchmakers. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Chiro Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. Yeah. and I, I love bringing things into it like surveys. Service is a great way to, to just check with check in with everybody, keeping that chat open. Even if you don't want to break away and do a survey, it's like, hey, just so you guys use the chat right now. And what you want to do is you want to get on the other side of it. Like you said, it's like when you're staring at a camera versus staring at a crowd of people, it's so much easier mentally. We just have a skill set that we developed to speak in front of a group of people and interact. We've been doing it our whole life. Standing in front of a camera, you got to be ready for that mentally because here's the truth. You can't just keep doing what you were doing before. You can't just be like, well, just make pretend it's a crowd. That's <laughs> not gonna work. Right? <laughs> that's not. That's not gonna work. Uh, you might get away with that for the first four minutes, but then your brain's gonna do some funny stuff, right? So you know, you've got to recognize, like, okay, so in preparation ahead of time, what new skills do I need to build to be able to do this effectively to really drive engagement? Because that's all. That's what it's all about. And you know, like you, uh, you, you know, I was terrified going into the virtual environment because I love a crowd. I love putting, give me the mic, get me in front of a group of people. I love it. I want hands on people. I'm hugging, I'm walking down the aisles. You can't, we don't even have a stage. I want to be on the floor with the people, right? So put me in front of a camera and I'm like, oh man, I miss just putting my hands on people. I'm a chiropractor, right? I want to be hands on people. So you, what you had to recognize was there was a shift that needed to happen. The technology was one thing. The engagement was the other. It's like, how can we do that? And how can we drive that engagement? Some of the big keys were just making sure that you are familiar with the technology tools that are available to you, like Q&A, making sure that you have a place for questions. They can raise their hand. They can make comments and feedback. You can turn on the emojis. You can have the chat room going. You can do breakout sessions. You can do screen sharing. You can unmute and mute people and bring them in and I mean, there's so many things that you can do to leverage the technology. And again, this COVID-19, St. COVID, was the big fast-forward button for this technology because not only did it force our companies, our businesses, to hit the fast-forward button in technology, it forced the technology companies to hit the fast-forward button. Like All of a sudden, you see all these new features and the, adv- the advancements that they're making. So make sure you build skills. Don't just take it for granted that you're going to show up, turn the camera on, and just go live. Let that be your first time. Don't let it keep you from doing it, but know that there's a whole frontier now as far as the technology goes to drive engagement.
0: A hundred percent. And years ago, I was doing some research on my own on Super Bowl commercials because my thought process, Dr. Francis, was, man, they spend a ton of money in Super Bowl commercials. I know you're Dallas Cowboy fans, is that correct?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a joke, I know. Come on, know man,
1: everyone knows I'm a Buccaneers fan. <laughs>
0: So they, so they have the Super Bowl commercials and I'm like okay they spend a ton of money so I want to see what they do and you know what I realized I download actually went YouTube and I download 20 Super Bowl commercials okay and, and then I actually one of my questions was how many times a Super Bowl commercial changed the frame on people a framing meaning what your eyes see like for example right now Let's say you see Roboto, then you see my phone, then you see my microphone, right? In, in a car commercial, for example, you see the car driving from close, from far away, then you see the woman walking in the car, you know what I mean? So that's a frame. And then I realized, in order to keep us engaged, going back to Dr. Francis' word, which is key, they change the frame, in average, one frame per second. Now, think about that. So in a 30-second commercial, Unconsciously, you want to see thirty different frames, which is crazy. Now you don't pay attention. You're not the accounting right? You're just there, basically hypnotized by "quote unquote" the story. But I mean, and they spend obviously millions of dollars in the in that thirty-second spot. So what is the lesson here? The lesson here is that how your, your patients, prospective patients, they're conditioned to be engaged when they watch TV, they watch a video. So you want to be able to, quote-unquote, elegantly change the frame on people. That means that not only visually, kind of like uh, I'm speaking, you might want to have a prop. Should I bring my spinal prop to my webinar? I'll do it. I'll bring the prop right here. All day long. Right? All day long. Can you do a webinar, share a screen, let's say, and show a slide all day long, right? So that can you sometimes speak louder, louder sometimes slow down your voice, and you tell a story and you pause more, and, and more and bring people in all day long, right? So you have to be able to is literally a good presentation. The way is a, number one is it's a metaphor. You change frame people, keep them engaged. Is is more like a roller coaster. A bad presentation is a train track, just going like this. A good presentation, like a roller coaster, is up and down, it's fast and slow, there's a curve, you don't know what's gonna happen next. And that's what the mind how do you do this a thousand different ways to do it. Well, I, so I like to experiment and bring people, try to make things entertaining and fun and change the frame and add to to your presentations. I think it would be, it'd be super powerful. Let's say if you're doing a, uh, let's say a lunch alarm that you're doing for a company and one of your patients work for the company because that person actually connects you with the decision maker. Bring the patient, learns, maybe that person introduces you. Maybe doing the talk, if the boss introduces you for the meeting, maybe you set it up so that, hey, in the middle of my talk, I'm gonna bring you on camera, okay, Bob? If let's say Bob is your patient, that's okay. They don't bring so you're changing, you're adding this dynamic into the, the presentation.
1: That's right. And you know what? Keeping with your analogy, if you were an engineer and you were given a big pile of the materials that it would take to build a train track, right, for transport, or a roller coaster, those materials really don't look different big pile of materials. Those, tr- those trucks pull up and they get all the materials on there, right? The steel rail, It's the same materials. What's the difference between those two things? It's the design, right? So ultimately this doesn't happen by chance, right? We don't just like try to like show up and be like, okay, I have this, I have my content, I have my material and I'm going to try to make it up as I go, right? There's a design to this. So when you're building your opening, you know, when you're building your body, when you're building your pre-closing your clothes, you've got to build it as a roller coaster, you can't build it as a train track and think that oh, I'm just going to use my energy and I'm and I'm going to improvise and I'm going to turn it into the highs and lows.
0: I love. it. Hey, can I? Do I have to pay for uh, to steal the part of the same material? But that was good, man. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Hey, just take it. I'm doing the podcast here. Just record it. I'm going to steal that. That was good,
1: man. It's my purpose to serve chiropractors around the world. Take that and run with it, brother.
0: Uh, I love it. I love yes.
1: it. Yeah. So, I mean, I love the idea of, of recognizing that there's a linear relationship between the amount of engagement you can drive and the outcomes that you're going to get. So something that we teach in our conversion immersion, our conversion training is that conversions emotional, right? In, and retention is intellectual, right? So this is the emotional, this is the roller coaster that we're talking about. And here's the deal, guys, just because something's deliberate doesn't make it disingenuous. That's where chiropractors get hung up because we're all heart, right? We think, well, it's like, well, if I'm that deliberate, it's disingenuous, right? So your purpose is big enough where you can't be making it up as you go. You shouldn't be making shit up as you go, right? We're in the business of saving lives. When business is good, everybody wins. Act like it. Show up with a design. Show up with a plan. Be really intentional, right? And don't, don't mistake that as being disingenuous. Be authentic. Be genuine, right? Make sure it's your voice and it's what you believe, but don't make it up as you go. It's too important.
0: Love that. They just hit a, a big pain point because a lot of people that I talk in the, in the chiropractic, specifically industry, they go, they somewhere they learn that if they have a strategy or they have a, a presentation or a structure, they're not being authentic. They have this has nothing to do. That is just a strategy that I learned. Let me tell you a story. When I was working for Tony Robbins back in to, from 2000 to 2008, one of my roles was to train sales that had zero zero experience public speaking. So I spent two weeks, and then later I literally threw them in a marketplace, in New York, and they're going to a real estate office. Fifty people. They had 45 minutes to speak and close. Average ticket price for a thousand bucks. For their commitment, right, and, and knowing that was not relationship selling type of situation where oh, I can go back to the same company over and over and over again. I just have to just have one, nearly one one shot, just like chiropractor. Sometimes you have one opportunity. Now we hope that you want to bring they like us, they bring us back. But for some people, you have one chance to save us from from them to make a mistake when it comes to health and wellness. And I realized that the people who did well. Okay? They had a purpose to serve and default the system. And the people who didn't do well, they had a big ego. And and they tried to make the talk that was amazing about them, not about the process. Follow me? Because because I said, look, our outcome here is to tell those guys, our outcome here, we go to these companies, and we move them so that they go to a four-day event, and Tony Robbins is going to do the work. All right? It's his show. And then, but eventually, they relaxed on it. Like you said, they didn't want to. Oh, I don't want to follow this. And now the conversions went down. Why? Because they were making the talk about them, not about the process. And I remember telling them this: Look, if I could, and I could send a dog dance for five minutes, and the dog would close every barn room. i would send the dog. I Me mean, for real. People, oh, huh? you crazy? Yeah. If I had a little dog dancing, right? And everybody like, oh, yeah, i want gonna see Tony Robbins and throw the credit cards at the dog, out, why? Because it's predictable. Because it was not about the dog; it was about the process to actually save them, right? To help these people, and Tony's gonna do the work. That is an analogy. So a lot of times, because our ego, because especially in chiropractic, let's say, and I know, but you have some amazing thoughts. The bulletproof immune system, part of the Phoenix Plan, which is amazing. By the way, if you're listening to us right now and you haven't seen the presentation that Professor and I put together, go get the Phoenix Plan. It is amazing, all right? It's, it's, it's about all it is it's a process. Go from point A to point B, and you are the ones going to help them out.
1: Yeah, and as soon as you recognize that, it's like, you know the the objective is where people fall down. They they forget what's the objective. Is the objective for me to impress them? No. Is the objective for me, for them to like me? No, no, no. Is what is the objective to like, for example, as chiropractors to convert them into lifetime, regular chiropractic care for them and their entire families, right? No. Is my objective to get them to not vaccinate their kids and throw away the dairy, no more ice cream for you? Or is is that the objective of this stuff? No, 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 no. The objective is for them to schedule the next step. That's it like just take all the weight of all that other stuff off of you right so it is it is abc always be converting to the next step just take the pressure off yourself and just be like listen what's the objective I want to schedule 10 virtual consultations during this webinar. Awesome. So take a breath. That's all you're doing is you're building value for the next step, which is just get online with a consultation. At the consultation, you'll have an opportunity to say, what's my objective? Next step, come into the office for a consultation and a chiropractic exam. Okay, great. That's just the next step. Like take a breath. Take, you know, Don't give yourself such a hard time. Take it easier on yourself. It's not that heavy of a lift.
0: I love that. I love that. Well, the target right here, because a lot of times, sometimes Cairo are misunderstood and they have to fight against lies every single day, which I understand. So when, and then sometimes when you feel, when you have the platform, you try to bring not the rage, but oh like, all right, let me tell you what's up. You know what I mean? Uh, That attitude. And, and And I feel that. I get it. But look, that's not the, that's not the context, Right? It's just, you tell them what's up later on, after they sign up for care. After they go, they can tell them really what's up, you know what I mean? So I've seen that happen too often.
1: And it's not bait and switch. People hear what we just said and their limiting beliefs pop up again. Well, that sounds like a bait and switch. No, it's not. Remember, conversion is emotional. Right. Retentions intellectual. Right. So here's the deal. You can only help the ones you convert. Right. So when they convert, now they become available to you so that you can teach them everything that they need to know so that they can get the health outcomes that they want. Right. So you'll have them for life if you convert them properly right? You won't have a chance to change their paradigm, to give them strategies, to change their behaviors and to take care of them and deliver chiropractic care if, you, if they don't start with you, right? So at the end of the day, a webinar is a conversion process. An outside talk is a conversion process. You know, a Facebook live is a conversion process. It is emotional. People take, mo- they move with their, they don't move with their feet, they move with their hearts, right? So we've got to recognize that it's like, you've got to make sure that you stay in somebody's story and they, and they feel like you're empathetically connecting with them, that's when they're gonna engage with you. And then here's the key, this is where they become available to you. Now they're actually listening. You know, they want connection then direction. Don't skip the connection piece.
0: One of my things that I tell myself, so don't forget is, my message starts or my presentation ends. So your message starts when your presentation ends. Which means, okay Robert, what, what do you mean? Well, when's the chiropractic message starts well we know when when they sign up and they show up and they get adjusted that's that's when it starts so your message starts your presentation and presentation like you said is, is a mechanism right the webinar is a mechanism to advance them into the in, into the process you're so good you're so good all
1: right we got a couple of minutes left i think we got two minutes before we wrap roberto so you know, I want to make sure that our, our listeners have an opportunity to, like you just said, when webinar or the podcast ends, the conversation begins, you know, and I want, I know that they're going to want to continue a conversation with you. So, you know, how can they get, how do they find you? How do they get, you know, more Roberto Monaco and Influenceology?
0: We have, if you go to dot com. we have, uh, yeah, we have all kinds of free cool stuff free books. I have five on closing, on mindset. So just go and check it out. CairoSpeaking.com.
1: Awesome. So you guys know me. I practice what I preach. I surround myself with great coaches and I train under people I want to be more like. So you're talking to the guy that has helped me become a better educator, a better communicator. And, you know, this is the key to being a doctor, right? So this is the key to, be, to making the ascension from the adjuster to the chiropractor to the health coach to the Sherpa you know, so you've got to be able to communicate in such a way that people are compelled to take action. You shift and change and challenge your belief systems. You've got to learn how to communicate. And this is the guy that taught me everything I know. So Roberto, I love you, bro.
0: I love you, brother. I appreciate it very much. Thanks so much. Don't speak to inform guys, speak to transform. Remember this, if you don't share your story, the marketplace will create one about you. So we speak today.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast.